Good morning. I'm it's Tim Lindholm uh, with Nokia Chronicles uh, with Adrian and Justin. Oh, this is a, uh, an absolute pleasure, Adrian. We have a, uh, a Nokia legend on, on with us today. We do indeed. A true legend, Christian Lindholm there. And uh, we're excited to get stuck into this one. So let's, uh, let's fire things off, Justin. All right, Christian, are you ready for the first question? Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. So you've probably heard, hopefully you haven't heard it too many times, but what inspired you to design the NaviKey and its interface for the uh, Nokia 3110 all the way back in 1997? And also, will there be a 30-year party to commemorate the occasion? So, so the the story was was that the, at the time we we had built. So this was back in 1995 when I joined in in January. My uh, my boss asked me to uh, think about uh, how to make the the uh, simple phone really simple and 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 make GSM friendlier to use. And and I was at the time I I came out of of doing research at London Business School uh, in the field of of uh, personal digital assistants as they were called back in the days. So I'd made a, a study where I compared the the Apple's Newton to Scion Series Three to try to understand the the strategy one should take in an emerging market where there's no dominant design should one take a, a radical leap in, in in product concept or or an evolutionary uh, step and and uh, this was where my main interest was at, at the time but uh, boss my boss uh, was very persistent uh, a guy called peter ashell and uh, and also very supportive and uh, and we then uh, had a an analog phone uh, at the at the time called a Ringo, which uh, had only a send and end button. And uh, and we of course had the the, the twenty one ten uh, followed up with by by the eighty one ten, just being launched around that time and. Uh, and they've been um, huge successes, and 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 reintroduced the concept of a of a single or or of of soft keys, uh, which which was Nokia speak of of um, unlabeled keys with a, a corresponding text text at the bottom of, of the screen, which then gave gave um, the application designers flexibility to use those keys as. As required by the application, so so uh, I then then had a thought that how can we uh, how can we simplify things and 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 on the one hand the the my idea was that well if we reduce the number of keys it will look a lot simpler and uh, and then uh, but then we've we've done that with the with the uh, Ringo and and in in some some circles and press it was called the bimbo phone and and that was of course not not at all what I I wanted and uh, and we codenamed it uh, the the Naviki user interface was called Simplex and it should be sort of simple for experts and uh, and so I thought okay one 
On the one hand, having few keys is a good thing. But then uh, uh, the other thought that, of course, if if we can make those select keys that are are universally recognized, uh, and uh, and so so those two thoughts are then then uh, combined and and try to search for for a combination of keys, and uh, the the C key. Uh, was was of course uh, universally recognized from calculators, and and, and people had used calculators, um, and uh, and knew that they could clear the digits with the C key. And then uh, uh, up and down arrow was uh, was familiar from TV remote, you know, switching channels. You switch, you know, from one type of content mother and. And then, uh, then I had the idea that, of course, if if we can then have a single soft key rather than two soft key, then uh, we could uh, first of all center it in the screen. Uh, we got more space for localizing it, and uh, and then that combo worked extremely well. So we had four what we called core keys, which conceptually was. Uh, was uh, the same as as an up down yes no type of interface, but the the Naviki interface proved extremely uh, flexible in its uh, its way to handle different tasks because in an uh, uh, yes no scenario you really need to design the interface to be a a, a query of questions. Uh, you know, answer call question mark, and and of course when space was tight, screens were small, so even that one single additional character of a question mark uh, consumed uh, you know space in the screen, which wasn't desirable. And um, and then uh, uh, in some cases you you might not be able to to ask a query, so. So if you had a, an, an, an options menu where you then could reveal additional things to choose from, and, uh, and since we then could label the key to be anything, then it really became, became uh, versatile. And, and so, so we then had a, um, an, an intern, intern that actually built a, a physical prototype of it. And, uh, and this was then sent sent a, a guy called Miko, uh, Miko Witt, who, who was, was a, a, an engineer up in, in Oulu. He, he wrote the, the user interface actually in, a, in the real code and, and, and modified it. And, and, uh, and then that phone uh, we then, then thoroughly tested and, uh, and, uh, and I conducted a, a number of tests myself with, with people who had never made a phone call on a cellular phone. And, um, and what interestingly happened was that about one-third uh, of the users initially made a, an error call. So they couldn't figure out how to call, but they made an error. But, but immediately when they had made the error, they realized they made an error. And in that process, they learned how to use it. And, uh, and so then figuring out how the menu structure works, they really uh, thought that, that the, the uh, interface was somehow intelligent. So it was sort of predicting the, the, what one wanted to do, do next. And, and, uh, 
And once management got hold of, of that phone and, and, and uh, uh, a guy called Ansi Vanyoki, who, who then eventually was the, the runner-up to become CEO, got hold of it. He was uh, really enamored by it and, and said, this is what we're going to put in production. And uh, and then the uh, what became the 3110, that project had a different keypad and a different menu structure. So... So then uh, a project got got uh, derailed and uh, and then with a, a brilliant team of, of engineers in 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 Copenhagen and then uh, then built it and as I'm I'm half Danish uh, I also speak Danish so I spent a lot of time in 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 our Copenhagen site which which was a new site and uh, and they were of course eager to prove themselves so so there was a lot of of uh, fantastically dedicated passionate engineers who uh, who uh, contributed then to to its 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 making and 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 launching it and and it was was an instant success so it it um, it was a a, a uh, an amazing amazing uh, journey in in uh, in the first first year of my employment yeah and it changed changed the mobile uh, world for the better. Such such a simple thing. Yeah, I, I do do think that you know I, I have tried to calculate, but somewhere around nine percent of human population made their first uh, call on on that interface. So so it's it's actually quite quite staggering numbers who who uh, got familiar with um, with that yeah. with that being the way to use a phone definitely that uh, that ties in with my next question actually uh, christian so um <clears throat> we just wanted to ask uh, how does it feel on a personal level to know that you were instrumental to the operating system on what is widely regarded to be the best selling mobile phone of all time the nokia 1100 well uh, i think the the uh, now the the foremost joy is probably with the, the memory of the team that made it because i i couldn't have done it you know without uh, you know uh, all the, the the brilliant engineers and the the guys writing the specifications and uh, and and management supporting it and the program managers changing their program so so that uh, that team spirit of simply wanting to make the very best product uh, was 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 really something that uh, that uh, stuck with me for for my whole whole sort of career and and, and life. So looking back at at the, the team and 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 how that was sort of driven to make the best possible phone, that's uh, that's I think my my fondest memory of it. Yep, very, right. very nice. Well, very I'm going to change tech. Sorry, <laughs> you go, Justin. <laughs> very humble. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll change tech slightly, uh, Christian. So you also uh, invented Nokia LifeBlog, which was a brilliant idea. So do you believe it was ahead of its time? And now that the technology has caught up and everyone has a social media account, could something similar work today? So... Um, so yes, in 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 some ways it it was ahead of its time, but it was also uh, perhaps uh, you know caught in the in the uh, in the legacy industry, which was was the 
the uh, the the complicated relationship between uh, you know Nokia and and its clients the uh, the operators and uh, and but but I do think that uh, that that core idea that that you would have a a digital shoebox of of memories that was a a um, an, an obvious obvious uh, thing that that would emerge and and it, it, it wasn't by any way uh, you know my idea you know a a brilliant researcher called Vannevar Bush described it in 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 a paper in 1953 called Memex which was the machine that records records everything and uh, and and this uh, this paper is is also been a an, an instrumental inspiration for for the creation of Google uh, and uh, and so at that time the the technology cellular technology you know in some ways wasn't mature enough both on a hardware and software point of view to to have the the uh, memics in the cloud and of course the cloud nobody had coined that term at, at that time time so but but you know stored on the internet uh, so so storing it on 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 your phone and then backing it up to your your computer seemed uh, like a a, a logical logical way to to architect that solution yeah i, th- I think it uh I think it'd work brilliantly today. Or uh, you might have to get the patents back out there, Christian. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I do, I do think that 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 much of 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 what what um, Instagram is and what what um, Facebook is 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 a a uh, an idea of a of a digital shoebox. Uh, but but of course what. What the web enabled was was a social shoebox of of um, of uh, my photos and my memories, your memories and our memories, and and particularly the the strength of emotion lies in our memories uh, because your your own memories they are of course you know the important memories are stored in your brain and 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 accessing them is is far uh, faster and and in some ways richer and and more pleasant than than you know looking at an an, an image or reading some type of of um, of little post because the brain brain seems to have a a fantastic plasticity to it to to um, to gild memories and 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 so so your your retrieved memories from the brain are are uh, somehow always amplified. They can, of course, also be be very negative and traumatic. But but now I'm, I'm thinking mainly of, of good memories. Mm-hmm. All right, Adrian, over to you, mate. All right. So, Christian, be honest. What do you think of? Or sorry, what do you think of today's user interface design uh, across mobile phones? So, Android and iOS. I, I I think that that uh, you know the emergence of of touch truly in a way liberated the um, the, the the phone own interface because we we uh, have the ability to to uh, to then use the the, the canvas 
in a a a task optimized way and and i think that's uh, that's been truly truly revolutionary and 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 uh, i was was when the the iPhones uh, and and uh, and and the capacitive touchscreens emerged, I was was uh, really enamored by them, and 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 actually, you know, just for my own amusement, uh, gave it to to relatives which were were still extremely young. So I have some pictures of a uh, of uh, my my wife's sisters kids at the age of you know two or three and and they immediately understood how to use it so so when i saw that i i knew that that this is the way the the interfaces are going to be used so so um, finger as pointer was was the right way to go definitely and uh yeah it's uh it's just uh it's affected everyone's lives um for the better but um how how did it feel? Um, were you there at the time when uh, I think Nokia released the fifty eight hundred, but um, and then the iPhone was released at the same time? So how was how was seeing that uh, play out? Well, I actually i i was um, i wasn't at uh, at uh, Nokia any any uh, I left left in two thousand and five and and joined Yahoo and 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 spent. Uh, and 18 months of uh, time there and and then in in 2007 i was was uh, right at that time i think i was on on a garden leave uh, leave from from yahoo and so i had lots of time to to um, think and and follow and 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 i remember there was a a conversation with one of the big manufacturers who was very keen to to hire me and and uh, but in the interview we we in a way got into an argument where where I was of the opinion that that uh, the iPhone would transform the industry and 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 uh, and the uh, and the recruiter, a, a very senior executive in the industry, was was uh, starkly of a different opinion, and uh, and so I didn't obviously get the job, and uh, and uh, and uh, you know we've seen what happened. It, it for, for me it, it was you know when you see a really good and powerful interface idea or a great interface it it uh, it will you know carve itself uh, you know into to, to everybody's hands eventually so so uh, and and but those those are extremely extremely rare and uh, and uh, and the advent of the, the 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 touch interface as we know it is is actually also an, an interesting story because we were having two rivaling technologies so there was a, a capacitive touch uh, and resistive touch and in in the resistive touch uh, which was was the the dominant technology uh, it had um, had several advantages first of all all it it was you know proven in the in the market so there were plenty of of uh, pdas and and uh, uh, windows pcs uh, or pocket pcs with uh, a or a resistive touchscreen the palm pilot had it uh, widely popular at the time and uh, and then that technology uh, the the sensor was more accurate so you could really 
detect uh, very uh, detailed objects and, and subsequently designers preferred to use a stylus which which on the one hand then was was accurate in pointing and and the user could uh, could address a very small uh, area on the screen and and we have have as humans we have good de- dexterity in in the in the thumb and index finger so we can point very accurately with with a, a stylus and um, but what it led to was was then that the designers crammed more objects on the screen which which then on the one hand flattened the menu structures but but it also cluttered the interface and uh, and then when when capacitive came it wasn't as as uh, exact the, the 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 matrix and and subsequently you had to use a um, a uh, uh, first of all a, a conductive uh, substance and 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 your finger was was much more blunt so they were technically forced to uh, to to have less objects on the screen and then secondly what what um, uh, what went on behind the scenes was was that that technology wasn't proven it was much more expensive it couldn't be used with gloves on uh, you know you couldn't use it with a stylus to to uh, draw you know asian uh, script based characters um, so so they were and it was much more expensive so there was simply an extremely difficult case to make that one should go with capacitive but but it it was um, i i think the 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 story is that, that it it was a a company uh, called Fingerworks that um, that only Fidel and, and and other Apple guys had discovered who had a capacitive technology. They brought that in and, and showed Steve Jobs with the prototype, and then they acquired Fingerworks and and got that type of capacitive IP into to Apple. But but they had to of course build mature and 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 get these these screens uh, uh, you know done and 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 i think that type of of decision where you you choose a, an, an in, in some ways an inferior technology you know because of the the inaccuracy uh, uh, an inferior technology because you can't use it with gloves on so you can't use it you know outdoors in, in cold climate uh an unproven technology with a single uh, source of supply and and that's often was was something that that was deterred upon because uh, you know then your your delivery could be be hampered if if the supplier couldn't couldn't supply so so in these big industry uh, s- scenarios you always wanted to have multiple suppliers of a of a critical component and uh, and so uh, uh, they, uh, Apple, Apple, uh, you know, managed to do it, but but also uh, LG had done a, a a phone with a capacitive screen, co-branded uh, and co-developed by Prada uh, at the same time, and and that also was was extremely nice and uh, and, and and smooth and buttery to use. So, so um, once one saw that, one could again see that this was going to be the 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 way the industry would evolve from an interface point of view. All right. So, well, 
I want to see if we can get some gossip out of you, uh, Christian. So you're known as the father of Series 60, the adventure of the Navi Key and Life Blog. Was there anything that was being developed at Nokia that didn't see the light of day that could have changed the mobile landscape? Something that you might know mm, of. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, good, good question. I, I, I mean, what, what um, we had had a, a, a very progressive culture in uh, in uh, uh, in Nokia, where where a lot of the uh, money was invested back into to invention and and so so on the one hand we had nokia research center which was was um, you know applied research and and in there we had a, a brilliant brilliant user interface uh, group group and, uh, and and led by by a, by a guy called panu korhonen and and panu korhonen was uh, was one of the i don't know whether he was sole inventor or or, uh, or uh, a collaborative inventor on uh, on what this is referred to as kinetic scrolling. So, so if you go go into your iPhone and and you open the, the contacts list, and then you can sort of scroll that, and and the the, the scroll list then has a a, a, a physical uh, feeling to it. So he invented that, and and that. Uh, that was a, a, an extremely fundamental patent, patent for for Nokia. Uh, then what what we did also was was another interesting thing. I never saw the, the the light of the day, but but you can see traces of it if you you Google Google um, you know patents. Uh, so we worked on a uh, on a folding screen uh, device. So. So we built a, a complete prototype with with where the, the screen screen folded in half, which is similar to what what is on the on these new Samsung devices. So so proof of that can be found in in patent archives, and and that was a, a, a another concept I, I worked on and uh, and which we had huge fun fun doing, but uh, but it was unfortunately way ahead of its time. Oh, so what could have been? I, yeah, I know. I hate hearing stories like that. I ask the question, but I hate hearing the answers because I know I get uh, upset. Yeah, we're 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 massive Nokia fans here, Christian. So <laughs> you know, we we love doing the we love doing this show. But um, like Justin said, when when um, when they uh, when they answer these questions, uh, we do feel pangs of sadness. Yeah, it's it's uh, markets are such that you know if 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 one player becomes becomes too big, big you know you then uh, then get attacked on multiple fronts and and uh, and and defending defending your position uh, you know when you're attacked you know uh, from the top and from the bottom and and from the sides you know. Uh, it's uh, it's not easy to to uh, you know select a good strategy. Nobody likes to be be competing on on, on two fronts, you know. So so uh, that's sort of one side of of the story. And and then I think in, in public, you know, uh, there's often often the story of of uh, complacency and 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 I I. Uh, 
difficult for me to to assess because I, I left in two thousand and five, and and uh, and I, I felt that that uh, some part of the joy of the make making of the products, you know, the the, the people or the process started making products rather than people, and uh, and and so so there was a a change in in the uh, in the creation culture as uh, and 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 once. Once those type of behaviors creep in, then uh, then it's actually quite difficult to correct. Yeah, so, so as long as a, a as a company has people making the products, then it's it's good, and 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 uh, and people should be making products based on the type of of taste they have. Uh, mm. You know, they they should be be in a way artists, and 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 you can't you can't research what people want. You have to uh, you have to have an opinion, and 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 then you have to to put that stick in the ground. And then if you have good taste, people come to your product. If you have bad taste, people uh, won't buy. You know, so so in, yeah. in in that way, it's it's really really simple. Mm. That's true. It's yeah, like you, you know, like you just said there. It's, it's easy for us and easy for the public to say, you know, like you said, that you know the company was complacent or whatnot. But being the actual engineers, the the people working on the product, like you said, you can't, you know, you can't foretell what the market will want, what customers will want, kind of thing. So, you know, we can't imagine how difficult it is for people to make those decisions, for the managers to make the decisions whether you know a product or a concept lives or dies. Yeah, that, that's that's true, and 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 in an in an organization which is is as you know creative and successful as uh, as as Nokia was, then the the uh, the passion for the ideas and the drive for ideas was was generally very high. So so there was a, a, a plethora of, of of great ideas that were worked on, and and. Uh, and so, so then selecting the, the the few really big bets also became a, a, a type of, of uh, uh, you know product choice question, and 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 that's not easy to 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 uh, uh, to decide. I, I think you know in, in interviews with 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 Tim Cook and, and and other Apple folks, you know they often refer to that the, the hardest hardest choice they have is 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 to to figure out which products not to make uh, and and I, I i in a way empathize with that type of dilemma because when you have the resources of, of what nokia had or, or what apple has today then then there are, are brilliant people who come up with with great ideas but uh but how to select from hundred great ideas the the 10 that you're gonna bet on that's uh that's difficult mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very hard. Or Adrian, your next question, mate. Yeah. Uh, so, favorite memory of working at Nokia? If you could pick just one, or maybe two, or three, or four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, one, one, uh, one. Well, yes, probably the the, the one uh, one favorite memory was was. Uh, it was the November maybe second uh, economist or the, the November second two thousand and two two thousand and three the uh, economist cover with uh, with the, the headline computing's new shape uh, I think that was the, the the headline and and then that was a 
in Nokia 7650 depicted as as the monolith in the uh, uh, iconic scene of, of of Stanley Kubrick's 2001, where where the the monolith landed in the desert and and two tribes of of gorillas. Uh, uh, where one tribe comes up to the monolith, gets mesmerized by it, and and their brains somehow uh, evolve, and they figure out that uh, that they could use a, a tool, uh, a club, uh, and then and you know club the the other tribe uh, out of the the water hole. Uh, that uh, that artist who made that cover in my opinion completely nailed it because uh, if if you you've read, sort of read or or, or seen that the, the 2001 saga then that the monolith always came to advent when when you know humanity or 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 cosmos needed you know a a kink and 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 and, and find a new New direction and and the, the seventy six fifty was a new direction in in the opinion of of the economist. So that's a that's a favorite memory of mine, and I have it framed on my wall, and and in in a way it's still haunting me now as I'm I'm working on 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 smartwatches, and and I've been working on them for a decade now, and and uh, and we made made some some progress progress on on smartwatches uh, with with my company. Koru uh, being in in some forty million watches, but uh, but we're we're still uh, still far away from the 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 moment when the the smart watch becomes ubiquitous in in our lives. But uh, but I'm I'm optimistic. I will still see that day when we are all wearing a smartwatch and and uh, and uh, and we wouldn't. W- we wouldn't take it off, off, uh, you know, be it for its its utility of, of of helping us live live healthier or or as a physical insurance for our our uh, health illnesses, you know, sudden health illnesses, or or uh, or, or being able to to conduct daily tasks like open doors or pay or, or something like that. Well, I was actually going to ask you about uh, Koru uh, Christian because that was going to be my final question. So I'll actually swap swap my questions around. So, I was, so my question to you was: You are now co-founder and CEO of uh, Koru, which to me sounds fascinating. So, what devices are you using the, your operating system? Well, that, that's unfortunately uh, that we 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 can't. Uh, share that that's that's confidential but we are on 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 40 40 million uh, million uh, trackers and and smart and and what our um, our secret really is is that we are, are extremely uh, uh, efficient both in terms of, of of power but also in terms of speed so we can render a a, um, a a high-end smartphone-like uh, user interface on a a tiny microcontroller. So so we can we can typically create a similar experience as uh, an, an Apple Watch or an uh, or an uh, uh, device from from with with an Android operating system with with 1,000 times less RAM memory. 
and and that's that's then corresponds directly both in terms of of uh, of uh, energy consumption it, uh, uh, and and uh, and subsequently you know the battery will will last a lot longer mm, okay very mysterious that's the thing when I was look, when I was researching you Christian I was looking and I'm thinking that's very mysterious it doesn't actually say anything <laughs> it doesn't tell me where but uh, I know you can, obviously I, I knew that there'd be a good reason for that. Yeah, one 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 interesting thing which which is is uh, is public is that we are a a partner of um, of Qualcomm and and we are on uh, in in their wearable ecosystem. So so we are are uh, been working with with Qualcomm on their their latest wearable chips chips and that's uh, uh, been a real real great honor for us that that they they selected us us uh, to work on 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 these new hybrid hybrid architectures that's been launched recently okay or adrian okay so do you want to tell the listeners about upgraded yeah up- upgraded is is um it's um the, the idea there was was uh, was really to to uh uh, to help to pay back to the the community so so the uh, upgraded was was a, a a community effort of uh, of organizing the health and wellness startups and and facilitate collaboration in uh, in that field in in finland between different uh, different uh, players and and we've actually have have had a, a an extremely active uh, health tech scene in in Finland. So, so originally the um, uh, there was a, a company called Instrumentarium that that uh, was bought by by GE. So, so if if you ever end up in an ER, uh, then uh, you know there's a a maybe forty percent chance that you will be connected to uh, to uh, Finnish designed and engineered instruments from from GE, uh, you know, to monitor your vitals and uh, and of course we've had uh, had uh, Sunto and Polar being being pioneers in the wearable space. Uh, we've uh, have uh, had a, we had a company called Bedit that was acquired by Apple doing uh, sleep sensors in in mattresses. Um, uh, we had uh, uh, people, of course, by now heard about uh, Aura, which which we made a, a, a ring, and and then there's a, a range of other solutions. And we thought that okay, let's let's get these startups together and 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 collaborate and learn and and mix that with with then the the, the medical industry because i do believe that that um, services wearables um, and other health tech over the next you know decade or two will become as uh, powerful as the stethoscope uh, scalpel or the pill uh, has been to to um, to advance our our health and and its its main contribution will will be on the proactive side so so the health uh, and medical industry is very reactive you have an an an, an uh, problem you go to the doctor get prescribed something uh, you know either uh, you know a pill or or worst case you know uh, and and uh, and and 
situation with the scalpel under the under the surgeon and uh, and then the uh, the cost of this this healthcare is is, is really uh, you know something that's out of control and and subsequently if if uh, if electronics uh, software and services you know can can help us to uh, to uh, motivate us stimulate us and 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 take better care of of ourselves then you know we might not have as many many incidents in the in the uh, in the medical industry and this this uh, thought of proactive health was probably the driving driving thought behind uh, behind the the upgraded organization well very interesting uh, there just and hey yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, just um, he's involved in lots of things. Oh, Christian here, yeah, so um, mm-hmm. he's got his uh, finger on the pulse. Very busy, Ben. Yeah, it's All right, so my last question. Oh sorry, sorry. oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no go no, on. Go on. Just, what we're going to say, Christian? That, that it's it's. Uh, uh, I yeah, I, I really really felt that you know a, a decade ago that that the wrist was going to be the next mobile frontier, and I wrote a, a small column in Wired and 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 and, and you know actually th- this year a decade has has passed that i've been focused on on wearables whereas uh, and has, has spent a decade at nokia and uh, and and now with with you know the possibility to look back you know two decades decades of, of work clearly the uh, the wearable problem is is a it seems to be a much much harder problem to solve solve and uh, uh, which i i in a way also anticipated when i started it because i i felt if i if i uh, in, embark on some type of of, uh, of simple problem then it it, uh, it, it, uh, it might not be as impactful but but the fact that I've spent a decade and and uh, and actually we've only been on on forty million wrists that's that's maybe surprised me. So it's it's been harder than I anticipated, but it's been a lot of fun. And of course, being able to build a, a, a an own company with with your your own colleagues and and and, and doing everything from scratch is it's been a, a, a fantastically exciting thing. And, and I have a wonderfully brilliant co-founder and and who's been been uh, with, with our team building the platform and we've been able to to build something that is is truly truly uh, remarkable without all the 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 attention from the public certainly uh, an amazing man so uh my final question to you christian is well it wasn't my original final question but uh you were quite optimistic about nokia's future with Stephen Elop's strategy, along with existing assets such as Maps and Series Forty, what is it, your opinion on why it failed? Uh, yeah, it uh, well, there I'm, I'm, I'm in a way as as uh, clueless as anybody else, being an outsider, because of course at that time, uh, you know, I'd been out of the business. What? Maybe, maybe even a decade. And, you know, yeah, maybe I've, I've been out of Nokia for for close to a decade, and 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 so, so I was was uh, as any side side uh, observer. But uh, but I think the the 
the uh, the external pressure you know from from the attack from from low end and the attack from 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 high end with with apple and android and and then the complicated relationship with with the the operators and and then the the uh, matured matured uh, culture those those all somehow contribute and i don't think there was a single single factor that uh, that uh, you know was the reason yeah, a lot of things and well, i think uh steven he, he probably just came in at the wrong time as well which didn't help his cause yeah and, and you know uh, was that the right you know choice to bring an outsider you know with without you know experience from the industry should one have Appointed on Sivanjoki, who who uh, who was was uh, very uh, inspirational to many people, and and, uh, and I'm extremely fortunate to have him as as my chairman chairman in Koru, and and so I can I can enjoy his wisdom wisdom every day. But uh, you know, those are those are speculative things, and I I. I, I'm happy to remember things, but but speculating in the past is a waste of time. Yeah, true, true, very true. All right, uh, Adrian has one final question for you, Christian. Thanks for uh, you've been fantastic so far. No, thank thank you, and I, I'm I'm really really happy, and and I'm extremely extremely honoured that you you sort of got reached out to me, and and it's, it's been fun fun uh, going down the memory lane lane this Saturday beautiful Saturday morning. All right, well, let's uh, finish it off with a bang then, Adrian. Let's do it. So, top five Nokia devices of all time in your eyes, Christian. Uh, Doesn't have to be a particular order. Maybe just, uh, thirty. T- Thirty-three ten. I think that sort of refined the Navigi concept to uh, to its prime. Uh, Nokia seventy-six fifty. Uh, the Nokia ninety-two ten communicator, uh, and then of course Nokia twenty ten. And uh, which one was that? Sorry, Christian. Then I do think the the twenty-one ten, the the original two soft key key. Uh, Phone and, and 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 also what inspired me to to uh, to uh, you know search for a job at Nokia when I I was living in London as and I saw the ads for the Nokia twenty one ten on buses and on taxis I was like what the heck's going on in Finland you know these Nokia phones on taxis everywhere <laughs> so something's something's big going on so I applied for a job um, and then I think. Think the eighty two ten, the the tiny red lipstick colored phone. I think that was a an absolutely brilliant product. You know, it it was was the probably as small as one could make a mobile phone and still maintain great great usability and. Uh, and that was a, a, a enormous cash maker of the company. So that's my five top I, five. I love your uh, top five, Christian. I love I, I love them. I, I love them. It's uh, a lot of them are obviously they're all pre smartphone, so to speak. But uh, just uh, some of the memories that you brought back with uh, me, with like like I said, the eighty two ten and the, uh, the twenty one ten. I, I I love all uh, your top five. It's my first Nokia was a twenty one ten. So. Uh, 
Yeah, I, it's probably one of my favourite top fives I've ever heard, Adrian. It is, same here. There's some iconic devices, as you said there, and um, yeah, exactly. uh, many of those devices I, I grew up with as well in high school uh, when I was in my younger years. So, yeah, it's just awesome hearing it from the, the man uh, behind the team that, uh, yeah, helped uh, pioneer it all with the uh, NaviKey. Thank, thanks a lot lot for uh, for having me on the podcast it's, it's been a, a real pleasure and and uh, and again a, a proof of, of where we come with technology you guys are are enjoying your evening in in australia and i'm enjoying my my morning morning uh, in in finland i'm you know sitting in in my car with my laptop connected to my phone uh, uh, connected to uh, 5g and uh, and and you know, there's not been a single glitch glitch in this uh, in this call. So, so uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's definitely it's amazing how technology is magical. Yeah, magical. <laughs> yes, yeah. and and it and and that that's you know been the creation of you know probably a few million absolutely brilliant engineers in the industry working very very hard for very very long. You know, but I think they they will be as forgotten as the, the engineers who built the aqueducts in Rome, you know, two thousand years ago. So similar type of infrastructure, <laughs> uh, you know, f- you know, fueling society and civilization. It's a great way of putting it. Great analogy, definitely. So and plus, I'd rather be doing a, what you're, you know, dig- digital ra- digital plumber, <laughs> digital plumber. I love it. And uh, I, I preferred what you're what you're going to be doing later on in the day. I'd like to be doing that myself, uh, Christian. That, that sounds uh, sensational. Going a bit, doing a bit of sailing on a nice summer's day. Yeah, absolutely. All right, but hey, thanks a lot, and uh, take care, and uh, and and good luck luck with the series. And if there's anything I can help with, then let me know. We'll do. We'll do. So uh, we'll just wrap it up then, uh, Christian. So uh, we've just had uh, Christian Lindholm on uh, today's episode of Nokia Chronicles, Adrian, and. Uh, it's been extremely insightful and uh, interesting yes. to hear uh, what Christian has to say. So thanks again, Christian, for coming on, and uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for having me, and, and uh, good luck with your show. No worries, no mate. Worries. Thanks Thank again. You, Christian. Thank you, Christian. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.